You got all your equipment, Dad? Let's see. Sweatbands? Check. Anti-chafing nipple tape? Check, check, and check. Attention runners. On your mark, get set. Now get out of here before I change my mind. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm actually running a marathon. Oh, I hit the wall. This is so painful. Hey, I got my second win. Oh, another wall. Woohoo, third win. Hello, and welcome to Honto Ego, Japan's only 99.9% English podcast. My name is Matt. I'm a Canadian living in Japan. And today's topic is running. Running. Now, uh, what I'm going to talk about is running as a hobby. Uh, jogging, running, same difference, right? Same thing in my eyes. So, to start with, Growing up, I was never really a sporty person, you know. Um, I did sports because my parents would uh, put me in sports and teams and clubs, but I never really enjoyed sports, right? I wasn't a very competitive person, and I wasn't a very active person. The thing that got me into running was actually uh, the first time I was living in Japan. I was reading a lot of books by Haruki Murakami, uh, I was a huge fan of him. I, I still really love him. Um, but anyway, I read Haruki Murakami's book called What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. In Japanese, the title is Hashiru koto ni katsuru toki ni boku no kotaru koto. What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. As a side note, uh, the title is taken from a short story written by the American writer Raymond Carver. And that short story is called What I Talk About When I Talk About Love. Uh, Murakami is a big fan of Carver, I hear. Anyway, back to running. Uh, I read Murakami's book where he talks about uh, running as a hobby, you know, this increasingly important hobby in his life and in his routine. And, you know, I was such a big fan of his that anything he does, I want to try, really, to be honest. Um, so... I first began jogging, just lightly jogging, when I lived in Japan uh, at Tsurumi Station, right near Kawasaki uh, in Kanagawa. I would run for maybe 10 minutes, maybe, and it was so humid, so hot that I would just get drenched in sweat, you know, and I would run down a hill, basically. I lived on top of a hill, so I would run down the hill and then run back up, and by the time I did that, I was done. Right, I couldn't go any further. It wasn't until I returned to Canada that I began practicing and training uh, when it came to running. So the first place that I trained at was at my grandmother's house. You know, it's always a little bit embarrassing or intimidating to begin exercising for the first time. So my grandma's house felt like a safe place. Uh, she had a treadmill machine in her basement. So I'd be down there, I'd be listening to music, I'd be running on the treadmill, you know, it's making the heavy sound, right, every step that I'm taking. Meanwhile, my grandmother would be behind me checking her, e her email on the computer, right? <laughs> um, back then, I could probably jog for about 
10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes maximum, right? That would be really pushing it for me. If I got to that point, I would feel really proud, right? Um, I, at that point, I signed up to go to a gym in Ottawa, and I was using the treadmill at the gym now that I was feeling a little more comfortable about pacing myself and a little more comfortable about my endurance, right? So, you know, I would typically run about 15 minutes at the gym, right, while listening to music. It wasn't until I began running outside that I truly understood the appeal of running. They, they call it runner's high. When you run past a certain point, you know, you push through the initial pain or the initial heavy breathing, and you reach this point in your mind where it all just becomes so easy and so smooth. You know, you become used to running in that session, and you just feel great. Time seems to move so quickly, and the kilometers just tick up faster and faster. For me, now, I hit the runner's high usually around six or seven kilometers into a run. Anyway, the place specifically that got me to love running was in Toronto, um, the lakeshore. Toronto is situated on the coast of Lake Ontario, one of the great lakes of Canada. Really beautiful. It's about, you know, the, the image from Toronto is it's the ocean, right? It's so huge that you can't see across to the other side. So running along the lakeshore was so beautiful, you know, there was no traffic. You would see people riding their bike or people exercising. It was just very pleasant. You know, you had the smell of the lake and the water, uh, the sound of the waves. It was so beautiful. Great place to run. So I really got into running at the lakeshore of Toronto. Um, I began running every day, challenged myself to run every day, especially in warm weather. And gradually I would be running about uh 45 minutes was kind of the norm, right? In 45 minutes, you can run about, uh, I'm going to say, seven kilometers or a little bit more than that, depending on your pace. So for me, one of the main benefits or one of the appeals of running is the very mathematical or very measurable way that you can improve yourself, right? You can run faster. You can run further each time, right? So I kept track of my running on an app that I still use. Uh, I believe it's called RunKeeper. Uh, it's a free app that I use, and it keeps track of the total kilometers that you've run in your whole running career, right? And it keeps track of each running session, how long it is, how far you run, the elevation that you run, uh, the temperature, the time, even the map of your run. It's a really handy little app. So using the run keeper, I, I could kind of push myself to, you know, my, my first big goal was hitting 10 kilometers in one run. Uh, once I had done that, the next goal for me, which is quite a step up, was to run a half marathon. Uh, it was on the lakeshore that I ran my first half marathon. It took me a little over two hours, right? I remember at that day, um, I was feeling good when I was running, right? My legs were feeling strong. My breathing was feeling easy. And after about 10 kilometers, I was in that runner's high. And rather than turning, turning around at the point that I usually turned around at, I just kept going straight. I just kept following the lakeshore deeper and deeper towards downtown Toronto. And I told myself, if I just keep going, 
you know, if I can make it to that halfway point, that uh, 11 kilometer mark, I can turn around and by the time I run home, I'll have completed a half marathon. So I did that and, you know, things were going smoothly, right? Um, It was a nice warm day, but uh, I was, of course, drenched in sweat. I was listening to um, a podcast that I loved, some funny podcast, I can't remember which. You know, I, I had that to motivate me to keep my mind off of my legs and boy, did I need it. Um, my calves especially, right, were burning. Right around the 16-kilometer mark, my calves felt like they were on fire. If you don't know what a calf is, uh, the plural is calves. The singular is calf. It's the back of the bottom of your leg. So between your knee, the back of your knee, and the back of your ankle, right, that meaty part. So my calves were burning, <laughs> Um, but one of the things that I had told myself was I'm not going to walk, right? I'm going to keep jogging or running no matter how slow I had to do it. Eventually, um, I did finish that half marathon and I made it all the way home. I instantly went into the shower. It's like a hot shower, cold shower. I like to alternate to kind of get my muscles, uh, the blood flowing in my legs, right? And I spent the next day pretty much massaging my my legs. I really felt the muscle soreness the next day, especially, right? So that was my first half marathon. And from that point on, I kind of told myself, okay, you know, what's the next logical step? A marathon, right? Even though that's double of this huge goal that I had finally accomplished after, let's say, a year of running every day or most days. Well, that was about three years ago that I did my first half marathon. To jump ahead in the story, I'll be honest, I never have finished a full marathon. Um, I have done another half marathon, but, you know, every time I've tried to push past that 20 kilometer-ish mark, my left knee specifically kind of acts up and it, it hurts me, right? Now, When you first start running, of course, you'll probably feel a bit of pain on the tops of your feet, right? Or perhaps in your knees, depending on your age, or perhaps in your ankles, right? Depending on how and how often you use your leg muscles, right? So to make a long story short, I never have finished a full marathon. I would still love to do it one day, but I know that it takes a lot of time and a lot of practice, right? You have to kind of progressively work your way up, Um, you know, and it's a big commitment. So, you know, I'll let you know in the future if I ever do hit that full marathon goal. But for now, I kind of had to tell myself, okay, is this running thing, is it a hobby or is it an obsession of mine? You know, how deep do I want to go into this thing, right? And for me, at first, that was really hard, you know, And I think a lot of people might feel this way when learning a language for the first time, right? Um, Like, for example, studying English. You reach a certain point where you become quite proficient at what you're doing. Uh, In English, you know, you can communicate with people pretty easily on many different topics. You can watch English TV shows and movies, perhaps, or listen to English podcasts or read English books, even. But you might not get rid of that accent that you have or... Um, You might not use the vocabulary that other people are using at that level, you know. Running is the same way. 
sure, it helps your breathing. You know, it helps your heart feel stronger. Um, you know, it strengthens your legs. There's a lot of benefits to running, you know, and I really love it. It's a great relaxing hobby for me. Um, if my mind is feeling clouded, you know, running is one of the best ways to clear that, right? But just like with English learning, you know, I feel like with running, if you obsess too much about the very long-term goal, so for me, that very long-term goal is running a full marathon, you know, uh, maybe for an English learner, it's passing Aiken 1, or it's becoming quote-unquote fluent, you know, or native level, you know, whatever that means, right? Um, I think it's important to kind of step back a bit and be proud of what you have done and what you can do, you know. Um, it's really cliche of me to say, but enjoying the journey rather than focusing on the destination only. So for me, at this point in time, I prefer to enjoy running even if I'm not pushing myself further than I have gone before every time I run, you know. Some days I like to just go on a short little easy run, you know. Some days I just want to clear my head or I just want to move my body, you know. So my advice to anybody who wants to get into running or my advice to anybody who is learning English is to enjoy the process, you know. That's kind of the whole point of, you know, learning something or doing something for fun, right, as a hobby rather than for work. So the last thing I would like to talk about when it comes to running is a couple more of the attractive points of running, right? For me, I think, you know, at the beginning of this, I talked about the runner's high. And that is a really great feeling to chase. But what is it, you know? Um, maybe you've heard of this English concept of the zone, entering the zone. I'm in the zone or I was in the zone, right? Time flew by and I acted without thinking. I was in the zone. Um, for me, running is very meditative. It's like meditating for a monk, you know. Um, you're doing this kind of simple, repetitive motion, right? One foot in front of the other. And you're not really thinking about much, you know. Sometimes you're just, your mind is blank. Maybe you're listening to music, but maybe you're just listening to the beat of the music, right? And stepping to that beat, you know. So your mind kind of enters this place. Um, you have two options, I would say. Either you can completely zone out, as we say, which, you know, really is entering the zone, right? You're going into the zone where you kind of act without thinking, right? That's one option. Or the other option is your body just moves mechanically, automatically on its own, right? And your mind is thinking about other things. Your mind is elsewhere, okay? So for me, life is pretty fast-paced. You know, everyone is busy. So for me, running is a way to avoid that, right? You have no choice but to focus on this one thing that you're doing, this one difficult task. Um, or else you have no choice but to move through that task automatically. So that's what I mean when I say it's very meditative. Um, when I'm running, I'm definitely not thinking about my job or my work. You know, I'm not thinking about money. I'm not thinking about stress. I'm not thinking about whatever, right? 
All I'm thinking is one foot in front of the other. Breathe in, breathe out, you know? In through the nose, out through the mouth, right? Um, Thinking about my body, thinking about how do my calves feel? How do my knees feel? How do my ankles feel? How do my shoulders feel, right? Getting in touch with your body in that way. So if you do feel stressed out from, you know, everyday life, if you are interested in becoming healthier, you know, running is pretty efficient, I think, right? And it's pretty cost effective. All you need is some shoes and something that you're willing to get sweaty in, you know, uh, shorts and a t-shirt are fine, right? And all you need is a road, preferably a road without a lot of traffic on it. So yeah, you just get out there and move forward. Forget everything that's bothering you. And after 15 minutes, after 30 minutes, after maybe an hour, you know, um, you get everything that you need. You get enough exercise for the day. You get that relaxation. You get that muscle development, that uh, cardiovascular development, right, of your heart and your breathing with your lungs. Running, just like any other hobby that you might start, is not easy at the start, right? I'm not going to lie to you. Running is not an easy thing to start, but if you stick with it and make it a habit, you know, um, it just becomes second nature, you know, and every aspect of my life and of my mental health and of my physical health benefits from running. So that's all I'm going to say about running today. Um, What do you think? Do you run? Do you do exercise? What do you do that puts you in the zone? What do you do to relax? I'm curious to know. Uh, If you want to tell me about that, or if you have any other topic that you'd like me to talk about next time, uh, please get in contact with me on Hontoego's Instagram page or at our email, hontoego at gmail.com. Anyway, that's all for now. Uh, Thanks, and just like in running... Keep putting one foot in front of the next. Bye now.